Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. 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 Sorry if that was loud, y'all. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Morning Motivation. I'm your host, Brittany Daniel. I hope that you guys are doing well. We go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern. You can also catch us streaming on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, along with uh, going live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Sorry, y'all. I have to like think about it when I say it. I hope you guys are having a great day. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. <clears throat> Jesus. It is November 16th. Shout out to my uh, one of my good friends at church. It's his birthday today. And then my brother's birthday is tomorrow. So shout out to all the Scorpios. And Zara's birthday is next week. So I'm super excited. Zara's my dog. For y'all who don't know, no, I do not have children. Because uh, <laughs> somebody might watch for the first time and say, oh my gosh, her daughter's name is Zara. My dog daughter. But I hope you guys are doing well today. Today, we are going to be talking about executing our plans. So all week, we talked about assessing our past, our life, you know, the, looking at the things that we want to change, the, the areas in our lives that we want to grow. Yesterday, we talked about, um, what did we talk about yesterday? <laughs> or no, excuse me. The first day was reflecting. Yesterday was assessing, I believe. Or no, it was planning. Yesterday was planning. Yes. So the first day was reflecting, assessing. Then um, next day, yesterday was planning. And now we're going to talk about execution. So I hope you guys are ready. Go ahead and load up in the comments. If you are watching live for the first time, I would love to know where you're watching from. I have a couple of announcements. Oh, y'all, I'm taking my hair down. So just, just ignore that. I have a couple of announcements. So this is going to be the last morning motivation, y'all, until until let me get the date until November 28th, which is a Monday. So this is why um, tomorrow and the day after I am moderating a conference, which I've told you guys about um, the purpose journey conference at my church with pastor Stephanie Anderson. Let me see if I can pull this up for you all. Uh, the slide on the right. So I am moderating and it starts really, really early. The first session starts at 6 a.m. virtually, and then I'll be on stage Friday and Saturday. So I will not um, be on Morning Motivation. And then the following week is Thanksgiving, but my grandmother's coming into town. I have to go to work early on the 23rd, 24th is Thanksgiving, 25th. I was going to take the day off anyway. So there would have been only one day of Morning Motivation. So this is what I want you guys to do. We've talked about making plans all week, right? Making like reflecting, uh, coming up with a plan. And we're going to talk about execution today. So I want you guys next week to be in your word, the rest of the week, be in your word and start your game plan for 2023 and beyond. If you have not already, do not wait until January 1st. Don't wait until December. Some of y'all have kids and families and, um, we have time now to plan. We want to like meet January or even the end of December running into the new year, not like getting started. Cause then you kind of already missed the boat, in my personal opinion. And there's a lot of stuff going on energy-wise. So before we get into it today, let's go ahead and do our prayer. We'll do a shout-out, and then we'll get into it. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray that everybody listening gets a word that is rooted in you and that we are planting seeds, that you are planting seeds into your children to execute their greatest, greatest goals. You have something great on the inside of each and every one of them, and you have planted vision in each and every one of them. So we want to ask you to remove fear, stagnation, procrastination, uh, not being determined and, and just impact their lives with motivation, 
perseverance, determination, wisdom, uh, agility, everything that you, vitality, excuse me, everything that you you want us to have and that we need to have in order to execute these plans you have for us because we know that they're great. That's why some of them are scared. So Lord, I ask you to remove fear in your darling son, Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go to the shout outs. Your first time watching, go ahead and load up in the comments where you're watching from. Um, I'm excited to talk about today. You guys, I'm super excited to talk about today because we got, we got some work to do. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Macy or Marcy. Good morning. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Nana. Happy hump day. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Miss Unique. Good morning, such a lady. Marcy said, y'all, I'm getting it out of the way now before our girl comes out. <laughs> Please pray for me. Oh, I cannot handle, um, on the food and the and the beings devil go on. Appreciate you guys. All oh, you guys pray for Marcy. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Y'all pray for Marcy. Okay. Let's give Marcy some encouraging words. Let's uplift Marcy right now. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Melanin, honey. Good morning, Talia. Good morning, L. My girl, L. Shout out to L. L is an amazing person, just inside and out ever since I met her. So shout out to L. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Kayla. I can see some new names or names I haven't seen in a while. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Ciao. No, I'm not. I just, I wish I was. If I was, I wouldn't be tired and take it. <laughs> But I appreciate that cookie monster. Good morning, Anaya. Good morning, Chev. Oh, yes, you guys, please send her prayers. Good morning, Bree. Good morning, Brittany. Bree's listening in from Washington, D.C. Shout out to the DMV. Shout out to the DMV. Uh, KK Grand Rising Love. Good morning, Raven. So I hope you guys are doing well. You guys continue the chat and the comments. Continue to pray for each other. Continue to welcome everyone that comes in. But let's talk about it. All right. So I'm excited. It is time for y'all. Good morning, she Amber. It is time for y'all to start executing these visions. So in I want to say, and this is I just I just feel that this is this is going on, right? Remember when we started, remember when I started shifting? For those of you who don't who hasn't haven't been here, you know, just hang tight. But y'all rem remember in the at the end, like the middle to end of the summer. I started shifting, right? I started shifting into more spirituality, into God, into we were reading a purpose-driven life and there was a shift that happened with me. And I know that some of you guys, um, there was a shift as well in y'all. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Sarah. Good morning, Marjorie. Um, there was a shift going on and, and I want to I don't want to call y'all a congregation because this is not a church, but you know what I mean. My morning motivators. There was a shift in a lot of my morning motivators. And as I'm communicating with people in the world, right, I'm meeting people, I'm going to networking events, I'm working. I've noticed that it seems like a lot of people have been shifting. I would show y'all my hands, but they're ratchet right now because I got to redo my nails. <laughs> but they're shifting towards God way, way more. And I told y'all this, but I've been feeling like this, that God is calling his people, right? And when I say his people, remember, I always give you guys the example of Malcolm and Alex, right? There's the child that Malcolm that does what they're supposed to do. They make good grades. They, you know, 
they do what they're supposed to do. And then there's the Alex's of the world that, you know, they wild out. They do what they want to do as their agenda. They don't care. They're doing their own thing. I feel like God has called all the Malcolms, everybody that will listen, everybody that will listen to the call. And again, I'm not God. This is just what I feel because of the things that I've witnessed, the people that I've spoken to and the things that I've noticed. I feel like any any of God's children that would listen, he is starting to call them. That's why some of y'all have been shifting in your own lives. You've been getting visions. You've been getting ideas. You've cut off people. You've stopped habits. Um, you've gotten closer to God. Some of y'all have cracked open the Bible for the first time in a long time. Some of y'all praying way more than you have, or your relationship with God is a lot stronger than it was. There is a shift going on. It's a sifting of sorts, right? If you ever put flour into a sifter, it, you know, it shakes off all of the impurities. There's a sifting and a shifting going on. I believe in the world and the universe and all of the, the things. So in the midst of you being obedient, listening to the shift, good morning, y'all, listening to this shift, listening to God's calling, being obedient, meaning, okay, God, I hear you. I feel you telling me to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing this. I feel you telling me to let this person go. I feel you ending this relationship, whatever it is that you're not holding on to anymore that you've let go. I really believe God is, I don't, I don't want to use the word reward. And again, I'm not speaking for God. This is just in my intuition. So y'all can take this or you can leave it. It's up to you. But I believe that when you're when we're being obedient and we're doing these things, he's starting to download. At least it's happening for me. So let me just speak for myself. He's starting to download vision in next steps. Right. And Bishop T.D. Jakes, I don't know if I shared this on my community page. Y'all always check out my community page because I share some really good videos. And I'm going to share this one today. But um, Bishop T.D. Jakes posted a video two days ago called The Crisis of Next. And in this sermon, what he's talking about is kind of the same thing, but he didn't say it the way I said it. He wasn't talking about God called his people, whatever, but he was basically saying like a lot of people right now are wondering, well, what's next? I've been doing this. I've been doing this. And they're in this kind of perplexed state saying, I can't go back to what I used to do. I'm not trying to go back to what I used to do, but I don't quite understand what's going on next. Right. And what he was saying and what I'm feeling as well as God is going to start, if he hasn't already, giving you seeds of vision for your life. Some of y'all, it's houses. Some of y'all, it's family. Some of y'all, it's businesses. Some of y'all, it's the next steps in your businesses. Some of y'all, it's the next steps in your career. Some of y'all, it's the next steps within whatever you've already been building or you're about to or you've been wanting to for a while. And what he confirmed, what Bishop T.D. Jakes confirmed, and so crazy because I feel like everybody's on the same page, this spiritually connected. We're all spiritually connected because we're a part of one body, one body of Christ, right? But what I believe God is doing, it's like when you go to, you know, when you go to a, the store, say you're you're starting a garden and you go to the to Home Depot or, or a, a plant store, you don't go buy a garden. It doesn't exist. You have to build your garden. You have to build your, your plant bed. You have to, or at least till your soil. You have to prepare, right? Your, 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 your garden. And I feel like a lot of us have been preparing our gardens, getting back into the word, um, sifting things out, like moving our soil around and all of that. Like, I think a lot of us have been preparing our gardens, not, not for the sake, because we ain't know. 
now I feel like we're in the season or the in, in the space where God is going to start handing handing out seeds. Like, okay, you've tilted your soil. You've stopped doing what I wanted you to stop doing. You started focusing on me. You started preparing your garden for what I'm about to bless you with. A lot of us have been preparing our garden. A lot of y'all um, have stopped eating certain things and have started healing relationships, started going to therapy. A lot of y'all have been, including myself, have been tilling your soil, not really realizing what we were doing and preparing for. Because I didn't. I was just trying to be obedient. Like, okay, God, you want me to stop doing this? I'm stop doing this. You, want me to, you know what I mean? So we were just going with the flow of what God was calling us. But the whole time, we have been tilling our soil, getting it ready. Now I feel, because I see this in my, now I feel like God is going to start passing out seeds. You know, when you go to the store and there's like those little pack of seeds, like you see them on the thing and there's like watermelon, lettuce, whatever, all of the vegetables and fruit have like seeds, packets, like those little packets, right? I see God just handing us out all of our seeds. Because here's the thing, faith without works is dead, right? There's, God doesn't just give us stuff. Sometimes he does, but that's rare. That's like one-offs. God doesn't normally just give you things. Everything that we are blessed with, a lot of time we have to work for. We have to put in the work. So he's going to give us the seeds of vision. He's going to give us the seeds of um, of do maybe one step, do this next. He's going to give us seeds of bringing this, the right people into our lives after we prayed and we've asked and we got to ask for direction. Remember, we talked about that this week. You have to ask God, God, what is next? Where do I go? This is what I want to do. Remember, we talked about desire yesterday. This is what I want to do. Does this align with you? Let me know yes or no. And if it's not, then point me in the right direction. Link me with the right people. Pray for these things. Anything that you cannot buy, anything that you is out of your strength, out of your wheelhouse, outside of yourself, even if some of the stuff that you can do, Pray for it. God, I need strength. God, I need wisdom. God, I need determination. God, give me discernment. God, point me in the right direction. Start asking him for these things because what he's going around and doing is he's plant, he's passing out seeds. Now, what it, what it, what's, what's our responsibility, I believe, is to take those seeds, right? Thank you, God, for giving me the seed. Thank you, God, for giving me the vision. Thank you, God, for giving me the, you know, sometimes they'll tell you, hey, you're going to have this, but it's going to take a while. Hey, this is coming to you, but you got to do this first. Hey, this is coming to you. Like if he trusts you with the long-term vision, he'll, he'll show you, but he has to trust you with it. You have to show and prove that you are trustworthy and you will be patient and you'll do the due diligence, right? But we take our seeds. Thank you, God, for giving me this vision. Thank you, God, for giving me these resources. Thank you, God, for whatever your intentions are. Some of y'all to house. And even though you feel... Right. Because there's there's different times in the year to plant a real garden. Right. You don't. And, and this is my knowledge. Let me know in the comments if I'm wrong. And and from what I know about gardening, you don't normally plant in the wintertime, like in the real world. Right. There's no planting in the winter. You plant like in the spring to harvest in like the or late spring, summer, fall. Right. It's not like that right now. I'm getting I feel that. God is passing out seeds and we're supposed to be planting them right now. Like not, not in 2023, not in spring, not summer, not fall, like right now. So if you are on, if you're feeling this conversation, if you are like, Brittany, yes, you're talking to me. I know what you mean. This has been, this is how I feel. This is what I've been seeing. This is what I've got has been all of that, right? Good morning. If you feel like that is you then now is the time to ask God for your seeds and start planting them. And what does that look like? Okay, 
what does it look like to start planting your seeds? If God gave you a vision of a house, like if you're getting a burning desire that it is time for you to buy a house and you feel like, well, I, I, there's no way I can do that right now. It's not time to go look for the house. It's time to prepare your yourselves to purchase the home. I always tell you guys a story. I started my home buying process two years before I even seen my house. What did that look like? I got my credit together. I started saving my money. I had a game plan for savings because I was like, okay, I'm going to need this money. I'm going to need this money. I'm going to need this money. So we're supposed to be preparing our fields and planting our seeds. Now, when you plant a seed in the ground, you got to cover it. You got to water it. You got to cultivate. You got to check on your plants. You got to make sure the temperature is right. You There's a lot of steps in between before you get the harvest. So when I'm telling y'all to plant the seeds, don't come for me three months from now and be like, Brittany, I don't see no results. It doesn't work like that. Everything that we're doing now in this season is preparing for our, our harvest in the future. I don't know what the, how long that's going to be for you. I don't know if it's going to be three months. I don't know if it's going to be next year. I don't know if it's going to be two years, five years, 10 years. But the whole point is we got to start now. So executing our goals. Remember, we talked about this for, for some of y'all supposed to have write, written down some of y'all stuff. I've told y'all this. You're supposed to assess the other day. Look back at your life. Okay, what was working? What wasn't working? What do you want to change? What do you want to change? What habits are, are for you and what habits are against you? Yesterday, we talked about desiring again. You know, stop tiptoeing with God being like, well, I'll just take a Hyundai if you really want that Mercedes or whatever the case may be. Living within your means, but still expecting greatness and, and stretching yourselves, right? For what you truly desire and putting your money into what you love. Then on the flip side, the last stage is after we've asked God for the big things like, okay, this is what I want, God. Does it align with you? Is this is, he's going to say, yeah, or nay. And now it's time for us to start executing our goals, right? Because we should have been writing, writing, writing those downs. And if you do not write those down, then you have all next week because we're not going to do morning motivation. So you have all next week, still get up at the same time, still do what you got to do, still do your morning routine. Maybe you read the Bible instead of morning motivation. Maybe you listen to some praise and worship. Maybe you write in your journal or you talk to God. Don't, don't stop. Don't stop the, don't stop the routine because you know, something's off. Always stay within your routine. Don't, don't sway from your routine and then come back on the 28th and y'all ain't did nothing. Cause then I'm going to be like, for real. <laughs> But it's really time to start executing. It's really time to start taking those seeds that God has given you and start planting them. Whatever phase that is, if it's, if, if it's like I said, if it's time to go buy a house or if you feel like it's a house thing, it's not your time to go look for the house. If you're not prepared, right? If you're not prepared, what's going on is God is giving you the provisions to prepare. Say if you say if you really want to buy a house. Like, this is like, you're like, this is my burning desire, but I do not see this. This is what you're supposed to do in this season. Prepare for the process. So when you do get there, then you're ready to buy. Y'all, I was preparing, like I said, almost two years out. I was like, okay, Brittany, the first step for me, I was like, okay, I want a house. I moved to Atlanta. I was like, I want a house. I want to buy a house. I moved to Atlanta back in like the end of 2018. All right. I left, um. Did I leave Austin? No, I left San Antonio. I was like, I'm going to, to I was like, I want to move, right? I was like, I was over, like my job was coming to an end. I was like, I want to move. I want to go to Atlanta. And this is how you, this is why you pray. And this is what God does. So I'm in the military, right? And what we have is like this database 
that gives you all of these job openings. Now, mind you, it's very rare that you'll find something that you ultimately love and that you want in the city that you want. It's just, it's really like a, it's kind of like the yellow pages for job opportunities in the military. But I was at work one day and I was like, I'm, I want to move. God, I don't know what I'm doing next. I would love to live in Atlanta. And God does this. That's why you always listen to those inklings. When God tells you go do da 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 da, like go Google this, or you get those really strong inklings. Good morning, y'all. To do anything, just do it. Just do it. I, I found my apartment like that when I lived in New York, and I found this the job. Anyways, so I'm at work, and I'm like, I want to move. I want to go. I was. I think I did say I want to go back to Atlanta. I think I did. So something told me, just go look. Now, mind you, these jobs don't pop off on on this site. Like they don't. So I type in Atlanta and I'm just like, let's just see what's out there. Always see, don't tell yourself what ain't because you never, oh, you never know what God got for you. So I type in Atlanta or I type in Georgia, something like that. And this job pops up. Now, mind you, I'm in reserve status. Remember when I told y'all I was working for like a year with half the pay, no benefits, and I had a full-time job? When I lived in San Antonio, it was struggle bus, okay, financially, because I had a full-time job that I had to do because I was a company commander at the time, and they were not paying me my full-time rate. They were actually paying me half, no week. Like, it, it was a hot mess, hot mess, and mess with my mental health all the whole nine. Because financially, I was not doing well when I lived in San Antonio. I had a great time. I still made it work. If you watch my vlogs, I looked like I had a great life. And I did. I had, I was a great time in my life. But financially, it was not fun at all. So I'm like, I'm leaving this job. I'm leaving San Antonio. I go on this website. I put in Atlanta. And this job pops up. And it's just like, USR, um, Army, and it's and it's and it gives the ranks and it's like E8 to the captain, basically my rank at the time. And I was like, I know how to do that job. I've been doing that job since I was, you know, X, Y and Z. And here's the thing about that. The job that I was doing when I first learned about the job, I absolutely hated it. When I was a when I was a lieutenant and sorry for the people that don't know military jargon, I'm an officer. Right. So it goes lieutenant. It goes second lieutenant, first lieutenant, captain. I'm a captain now. When I was a first lieutenant, or excuse me, second lieutenant, I was a young baby cat, a baby officer. I was given a job that I absolutely hated. And every month we had to go do these reports. It was very tedious, very taxing. I absolutely hated it. But because of my job in the military, it was just something that they, they had us do. I hated it like absolutely despised doing this work. I missed weekends sometimes. I missed a lot of I missed a lot of stuff because I had to do this job. Fast forward 3 to 4, 5, 6, 7, however many years later, that same job that I hated doing was my golden ticket to getting the job that God has offered me or that I saw and God presented to me to move to Atlanta. Don't when you're young especially don't curse the the hard. Don't curse the jobs that that you're like, why do I have to do this? You know, don't do that because you never know why you're in that phase to get you to where you're going to go. So a job that I absolutely hated doing in the beginning of my my officer career was the same job that opportunity that I was able to do in Atlanta. 
So I was like, I know how to do that job. And it's a very rare job. Everybody doesn't know how to do this, this reporting. It's, it's something that nobody wants to do. It's hard. Well, it's not hard when you know how to do it, but when you don't know how to do it, it's hard, it's tedious, but I knew how to do it. Like, I was like, oh, I know how to do that. That's, that's nothing. So I call the person on the, on the job site. They say, Hey, the position is open. You know, they interviewed me real quick. They were like, Hey, send me your, um, we have these, these assessments every year about our, I forgot what the freak they're called. These evaluations. He says, send me your evaluations, send me your bio. Let me take a look. He takes a look. He noticed that's why you always do good work. I don't care if you don't like your job or not. You always do good work because you need those references. Don't be cussing your boss out, young folks. Don't be doing, because you will always need references for the next job. So do always do good work. So he goes, he calls me back and he goes, hey, can you be in Atlanta like in like three days? Absolutely. Like I was all, I was ready to go. I don't even know how I did this. I don't remember. I need to go back and look at footage because I don't remember the timeline. All I know is I remember him saying, like, okay, you can have the job, but you need to be here like ASAP. But the great part about that is I had already been preparing to move. Don't wait until you get an opportunity and then you're trying to scramble to figure out how you're going to do it. Start the process. And that's what the whole point of me telling y'all this story is. And I'm not even done with the story, but I had already given up my, my job. I was like, hey, I need somebody to take over this job. I'm not doing this no more. Don't wait on people to tell you. Don't wait on your boss to tell you oh, um, you're not going to do this position anymore. Make moves and plans for yourself and provisions for yourself. I had already got somebody in that spot. I had already given up my command to somebody. I had already started preparing to move. I just didn't know what's next. So you can start executing your plan, your goals, your ideas before you even know what's on the other side. That's where your faith kicks in. And every time I've done that, God has always showed up on the other side, always right? You have to put in the work before you see the, the fruit, before you see your garden of Eden, before you see the house that you want, before you see the husband, before you see the children, before you see the job, you have to start preparing yourself, preparing your fields. You have to start putting in that work, getting things in alignment, act as if I didn't even know I was doing that. I was just like, I'm done with this job. I'm not doing this no more. I want to move. Let me, let me handle this. Let me. And I started going around asking people, Hey, do you want to take command? Do you want to take command? Do you want to take command? I need somebody to relieve me. Do you want to take command? And I presented that person to my boss. Hey, so-and-so's never had a command before. They're willing to do it. Let's get this ball rolling. Cause I'm getting, I'm out, I'm out of here. <laughs> so and I've always done that. I've always been, always be proactive. Don't be reactive. You are the captain of your life. God is the GPS. You are the captain. God will order our steps. God orders your steps. You are the one who, who starts stepping. Let me read Proverbs to y'all today. Cause we, you know, got to get a little, got to get some verses in yesterday. We read, we make our own plans, but the Lord gives us the right answer. Then I read down, I came down here and it said, um, we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. You start the process. You start the process. So let me go back to the story real quick because it was, it was a part of it I wanted y'all to know. So call the guy. Guy calls me back. Hey, can you be in Atlanta in three days? Absolutely. Now, mind you, I don't know in my mind. I can't remember what phase I'm in in this house because I remember packing my stuff. 
it's I have a, the videos are on my YouTube channel. I don't think I got into the nitty gritty, but the moving vlog is there. I think I packed up in three days, put my stuff in storage. I believe I did. I always did that. I was like, if I had to go and leave my stuff in a city, don't be like, well, how am I going to get my leave your stuff? Get a storage unit, put your stuff in storage and come back for it later. I've done that so many times. Like, do not be tied to your stuff. A lot of y'all don't move or don't progress because you're so tied to your stuff. Okay, don't be tied to your stuff. Put your stuff in storage. I packed up the car. Me and Zara did like a 12, 15 mile road trip to Atlanta. I get to Atlanta. I call up a friend. Hey, I'm moving. I need a place to stay. Do you mind if I stay with you while I get this job rolling? And um, I, I, I start on this new position. Now, I don't know if y'all were with me at this time. I vlogged a little bit at this time and the vlogs were horrible because it was so dark in her apartment. There was a lot going on. I slept. Okay. This is another part of the story. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a horrible storyteller, but roll with me. So I get to Atlanta. Some of this stuff is on my vlog channel. It was on my channel. So y'all can go dig. It was about two or three years ago. Um, oh, and I broke another nail chat. I get to Atlanta. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm staying with a friend. I don't have a place to live. This is how I operate. When, when I get opportunities, I, I tell y'all, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just brave. I'll just go for it. Get to my friend's house. Now, mind you, my friend has a one bedroom, a one bedroom apartment. I'm literally sleeping in the dining room on an air mattress. In the dining, in her dining room on an air mattress. Get to Atlanta. Put my stuff down. Like a couple days later, I start this new job. The great thing is the job is full time. I'm getting captain pay and I'm getting benefits. And everything that I wasn't getting in the other job that we had 10 times more stress, God always makes provisions for you. Don't feel like I'm going through this. This is unfair. You know, and it might be, but God will always show up on the other side. So don't think that you're doing all of that for nothing, right? So I get there, I'm getting my full-time money, full-time benefits, but for about but for about a month or two months, I'm sleeping on this air mattress because I have to catch up on my bills. Now, mind you, I told y'all I have financial struggles in San Antonio and the money I was making wasn't covering much. It was covering my, my rent, maybe my car note, maybe my insurance. And no, I think my insurance got canceled at that time, actually, because my money was so funny. I was working a full-time job, little pay, right? Um, or I wasn't getting paid what I was supposed to be getting paid. But I and I couldn't get another job because that job was so if you're if you're in the military, you know about being a commander. It is not you can't have another job when you're doing that. So it wasn't that I was bad with my money. I wasn't making enough. So I get to this new spot. I'm I'm on this air mattress for two months. And I am figuring out my life. I'm paying. I'm starting to pay stuff off. I'm getting my money together. Two, three months in, me and, the, me and my old friend fall out. It's time for me to move. I By January, I remember this, by January, the beginning of January 2019, I move into my apartment, the apartment that I showed y'all. It's on YouTube, the Atlanta apartment. I move into there. Now, mind you, the whole time I move into Atlanta, I'm up here preparing to buy a house. But before I could buy a house, I didn't go from my homegirl's apartment into the house. You know, some struggles you don't have to do. 
I was like, I could save a lot of money living with her, but my peace is way more than money. So I got my apartment. I moved out of her stuff. And for that year, I was preparing my credit. I was saving my money. I was, you know, paying stuff off. I was making sure I was doing what I wanted to do. And I sacrificed for that year that I was in that apartment. And by the next year, when my, my lease was up, it was time for me to move into my house. So that, it was a long process. I said all of that long story to say everything that I went through in provisions to buy my house. So don't look at your life right now as like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's impossible. My credit is shot. I don't have no money. Like it ain't, it ain't about that. If God gave you the vision and the desire to buy a home, it is time to start planting your seeds now. Maybe you need another job. I had to get another job. I, I relocated. I, I started, you know, I slept on an air mattress in somebody's living room for two months. You know, my life, I, I went through uncomfortable times in order to be comfortable now. Now I have the house. Now I have the studio. Now I have the 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 other car with the space and the and, and Zara got all these rooms and she'd be going up to down the stairs. But this did not happen overnight. And I'm not bra I'm bragging on God, hallelujah. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, don't look at your current circumstances and look at it like it will never happen. It won't if you don't do anything about it. But it takes a lot of work on your on your side. It takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of determination. And it takes just being brave and not giving up. Like once you set your mind to something, no matter what happens in that process, you keep pushing. Y'all buying a house is not an easy like it's not an easy process. It's it's a it's annoying. It's stressful. You got to send them all your bank statements. You feel I felt so financially naked. When you buy a house, they look at you everything that you purchase. They look at your bank statement line by line. You know, so if you got some stuff that you purchase and that you ashamed of, stop purchasing it. <laughs> Because they look at your bank statements. That is very, when you're in a, when that's your first time doing that, if you feel very naked, like I felt very vulnerable. They see everything. They have to. They look at all of your credit history. They look at all of your bank statements. And it's it's not because they're like, they're not judging how you spend your money. They're making sure that the money you say is coming in is coming in and that you're not getting, you know, checks from random people and all of that stuff. Right. So. I say all that to say it's not an easy process. So it takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of faith. It takes you being brave. It takes you going after what you want. But if I can do it, you can do it. Y'all, I'm no different than y'all. I just kind of, sometimes I look at obstacles and I'm just like, well, whatever. I want to do it. So I'm going to do it. That's how I live my life. I live my life like if that's what I want, okay, let's go. And then whatever comes with it, now don't be reckless with it. I'm not telling y'all to just jump off the, the cliff. Some of the stuff I, I would have I would have done a little differently. I would have made a couple moves a little differently, not in the process I just told y'all, but just other things. Because sometimes I'm a little too brave. Like, girl, you didn't jump off this cliff where your parachute, you know, <laughs> you didn't quit your job and you ain't got no income. I do not recommend anybody doing that. I've done that before twice. So I don't recommend anybody doing that. But what I'm saying, I say all this to say, and for those of you who have been with me for a long time, y'all know I will pack up and move in a heartbeat, packed up and move like three, four, five times in the last six years. And probably gonna move again because I want house number two. But I'm saying all this to tell y'all that all it takes is making a choice. All it takes is leaning in on God saying, hey, this is what I want. Do this, does this align with you? 
And most of the time your plans will align with God because they're not evil. That's really, God doesn't care if you live in an apartment or you live in a house. He ain't worried about that. He's worried about, are you doing what I per- gave you purpose to do on the earth? Did Are you using your gifts to highlight the kingdom of heaven? And if you check that box, if the answer is yes, all of the worldly stuff that we desire, he don't care if you drive a Mercedes or a Honda. It's a car. God don't care if you live in an apartment or a house. He don't care if you go from a condo to an apartment. He does not care about those things. No, nowhere in the Bible talk about you need to live in a, you need to drive a, you need to be. No, he cares about your spirit and your heart. So if you go to God and say, God, I really want this house. He's like, okay, let's, let's go. It's not evil. You're not hurting nobody. You're not deceiving nobody. As long as you do it the right way, God does not, in my personal opinion, I'm not speaking for God, but he does not care. So if you want the house, you just have to make provisions to make it happen. If you want the relationship, you just have to better yourself to make it happen and make sure that you're doing it in the right tone and the right vibration and the right all of that. If you want that job, you just have to make make the resume to go to the job interview. You still have to do the work. Don't sit around and be like, well, if God, you know, wanted me to have a house, then, you know, I would have one. No, you he don't care. He does, he does not care. You have to be the one that wants those things. You have to be the one that says, okay, I'm going to make this happen. You have to be the one and you just pray along the way. Hey, God, this is what I want. These are things that I'm doing. Can you help me? And sometimes he'll make you do certain things yourself and sometimes he will show up. But I will tell y'all, he's always shown up. He's always shown up. Even when I wasn't, and it's not about being the most Bible-filled person. God don't work off of... um. God doesn't work off of like vending machine. Like it's not like I'm, I'm look, look, God, I'm reading my Bible. It's supposed to bless me. It don't work like that. He examines your heart. So he knows what phase you're in. You don't have to be the most religious person. You don't have to be the most, I go to church every single Sunday. So I deserve it. No. He and he operates on your level. Not telling you not to do those things. Cause once you know, once you have the information, he's he holds you accountable to what you know. But he meets you where you're at. So don't think for one second that because you're not a super Christian or because you're not, you know, you ain't been to church in a long time that he's not going to know. God has shown up for me when I was in them streets. Okay. And I'm not saying I was like, when I say that, I'm just, I was partying. Don't think that I was out there being wild or nothing like that. Never been a wild girl. But when I was partying, when I was in New York, living my life, when I was doing what I want to do, when I was being an Alex. Okay. Even though I've never been that rebellious, but even when I was out there in the world being, doing what I wanted to do, God always showed up for me. Okay. So always remember he will show up, but now that you have more information, you still got to do the right thing. But what I'm saying is don't let your current circumstances, not take those seed packets that he's giving you and start planning and doing the work. You can genuinely have dang near anything you want. If it's in alignment, if it's, if it's, If you are on that vibration to get it, if you have the work ethic to get it. And and, and the crazy thing is. A lot of y'all want stuff that is very, very doable. So don't let your current circumstances make you feel like you can't do something or that you don't deserve something. Uh, You deserve it. So you got to start telling yourself, I'm worthy of this. I can have this. I did. God bless me with this desire or this desire is in my heart. God, I want this. 
Like you have to know that you're worth it and you just start working towards it. And if it's a vision, um, if it's a vision of yours, this is a really good question about the answer. If it's a vision of yours, start executing that vision. Um, Marina says, how can you tell if you're doing, uh, what you're doing is in alignment with God's purpose? Well, first you got to know what your purpose is. So that's taking time to ask God what your purpose is, right? So I'll tell you, I'll give you guys a perfect example. I know my purpose is to help people. I'm a helper. That's just what I do. It's in my nature. It's if I see somebody that needs some help, I help, right? Your purpose doesn't have to be like one thing. Um, it's for me, it's an inkling. It's like, do this. It's like a nudge. It's a spiritual nudge. Like somebody might say something and I won't say anything. And it's something I know I can help them do, right? It's something I know, I whether it's at church, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's with my family, whether it's my friends, it doesn't matter. Maybe they'll say something like, oh, I don't, you know, I really want to buy a home and I don't know where to start. Something in me will do this. Tell them, tell them this, help them, you know, volunteer. You can do it. You have, you know how to do that. It's something in me that kind of like, it doesn't, my body doesn't do this, but it's like a nudge, right? For me when I, when I'm supposed to do something, cause I'm a helper. So you have to know what your what your purpose is for God from for God. Um, so if your purpose is to sing, maybe you'll get opportunities to sing, you know, because you maybe you invoke emotions in people that they didn't know they had. Maybe your purpose is to be a caregiver. Maybe your purpose is, and you can have multiple purposes. You can have, you can do things. So there's purpose and there's your spiritual, there's your gifts. Your gifts and your purpose kind of go hand in hand. So for me, one of my gifts is the gift of speech. I can speak. I can't sing, but I can speak to people. I know how to articulate myself in a certain way. My inflection changes. If y'all catch me when I'm chilling, I'm country. But when you catch me when I'm presenting, I can articulate. And you, you, you get what I'm I have the, it just nat- it's just natural for me to be a speaker. So I use my purpose of helping and I use my gift of speech and I create morning motivation. Morning motivation is not my purpose, right? Being a YouTuber is not my purpose. Being a YouTuber is my vehicle to use my purpose. Am I breaking this down? Does this make sense? Like you can have a natural purpose to teach. Maybe you're a teacher. That is just what you do. Now, what you choose to teach in the medium in which you use to teach, maybe it's in a church, maybe it's in a school, maybe it's in a, um, no, excuse me, your gift is teaching. So your gift is teaching. Your purpose is, your purpose is that you want to help children become the best them, or you know how to like, your purpose is with children to develop them into being great human beings, but your gift is being a teacher. So how you use that is up to you. Does that make sense? Please let me know in the comments if that makes sense. So I'm going to go back to myself. So my purpose is to help people. That's just, I've, I've known that for a very long time. I'm a helper. I'm, I'm an encourager. I will, I can, I know I'm a helper because when I, as a life coach, people can come to me 
and say, Brittany, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. And I can examine them after what they say and give them a game plan. Or I can speak life into people because I'm, I'm a helper. I'm an encourager. I can help people with their vision. You can, if, if, I, if you have an event and you're my friend, Marina, I'm going to be the one to say, what do you need me to do? That just naturally feels great to me. I love to help. That's why I volunteer so much at church. I love to help. It's just what I do, right? Okay, good. So my purpose is to be a helper. My gift is to speak. So I'm helping. I volunteered to help at a conference, right? Didn't know what I was going to do. Didn't do anything. They were like, hey, these are the areas that we need help in. And I said, okay, well, I have experience in speaking on stages. I have experience. Here's my YouTube channel. I speak to people every day. I have experience in speaking. So if you guys need help with a speaker or you need help with like a moderator or a host, I can do that for you. If not, I will help in other arenas and other sectors. I ended up being the moderator. So I'm using my gift and helping at the same time. Gift. Listener, purpose, give wisdom based on circumstances. Um, no, your purpose doesn't change. You can have multiple purposes, but your purpose doesn't change. Your, and your gift doesn't change. We're all born with natural gifts, right? Eh, well, I can say your purpose your purpose may change depending on where you're at in life, right? Depending on where you're at in life. My, I don't think mine is going to change because I've been like this my entire life. I've always wanted to help people. My gift doesn't change because it's something that God naturally innately puts in you, right? Some people it's cooking, some people it's teaching, some people it's speaking, some people it's, and you can have multiple gifts as well. Um, some people are nurturers. Like if you're a mom and you just have a natural nurturing ability, that is a gift. Everybody doesn't have that. And a lot of times your gift is something you overlook because it's so natural to you, right? It's something that comes so naturally to you. Some people could just sing, child. Like, how you just sang like that? You can sing. That's a gift. Some people can speak. Like, crowds do not. It make me a little nervous, but I, 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 it's a good nervous. Does that make sense? So I don't have a fear of public speaking. Now, you can have a fear of public speaking and still have to speak. Like, don't think that, you know, you're, everything is supposed to come easy to you. It's not. I have a natural gift, but I still have to cultivate that gift. Just like Beyonce is is a singer, but she had to cultivate her her voice over time. So you can be given a your gifts are just natural. Like you may know how to cook innately, like naturally, but you still will read recipes. You'll still practice and th and things like that. So, and you can have multiple gifts, but you have to tap in with God and ask Him what your purpose is. You know what have you called me to do? What do you want me to do? Why am I here? You have to ask God that because he created you. It's not something that you just come up with by yourself. And it's something that you once you kind of you'll feel it, in my personal opinion. And examine your life. Examine. Look at that's why I said always look it back at your life and say, and, and what, what did you want to do as a kid? You know, where you I was a natural helper. Mommy, I'll help you or I'll do this or, you know, I was just a natural helper. So my my purpose is to help people. Period. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm, I'm just a natural helper. But my gift makes room and allows me to execute my purpose. 
And when the two go hand in hand, it's like it's it's like a match made in heaven. But you have to discover who you are. You have to ask God who you are. You have to get real with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to let go of things that you possibly want your gifts to be that are not you. Y'all, I am not a singer. It makes zero sense for me to go and get voice lessons and try to be Beyonce. Zero sense. And the way you know you're not in alignment with your purpose or your gift is it's, it's a struggle bus. It's an utter struggle bus. Like, it, and it doesn't feel great. Like your gifts, when you, when, you, when you execute your purpose on any level, you feel so good. It's just something that's like, oh, I help somebody. Like when I'm in a store and somebody's like looking at a product and I have insight on which product they should have. You know, sometimes I have to like scale back my purpose because I'd be like, okay, everybody don't care about your unsolicited advice, but I'm going to be like, ooh, um, that deodorant is great. That one's not. And I leave it alone. Right. I have to, I have to help. It's just in me to help. Now, what they do with that help is their business. I don't force, like it is what it is. I don't care what they do with my, but it's just, and then once I do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I feel so good that I told them because I want to help people make the best decisions that they can. Or get, at least if they have more information, then they'll make a better decision for themselves. Does that make sense? So your purpose is from God. So you have to ask God what your purpose is. You have to sit with it. It has to feel right to you. And you'll know because like, okay, yeah, that feels really good. And then you execute using your gifts. Hello, somebody. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, let me go down into the comments. I hope you guys got a lot out of, out of that. Okay. I've already read Marina's thing. I'm glad that made sense. Marjorie says, I remember when you vlogged at the apartment. Great testimony. Yeah, y'all. It was, if y'all go back, the vlogs are still there. I stopped vlogging a while, but when I was in San Antonio, excuse me, those vlogs are there. I didn't talk about my circumstances. It's one thing I never brought to the internet. I never talked about like, oh, my life is like, because I had I have a great life, but was the money always there? No, and that's why people come to me, and that's why I don't like when um, a lot of people thought I was making money off YouTube, and I really wasn't. If you guys pay attention, I've had jobs a lot. Like I don't make a lot of money off YouTube. I do this because I believe it's a part of my purpose and what I'm supposed to do. I don't make a lot of money. I make money. The money I make now. Because y'all see, I don't have a whole lot of views. Your money comes from views and ads and things like that. I don't have a lot of views. Um, the money I make now just helps my business run. I don't do anything. I don't go on vacations with that money now. There was a point where I was making some really good money on YouTube compared to what I'm making now. I ain't going to lie to you. But it was never covering all my bills. I still had to figure it out. So um, don't look at people's lives and glamorize them because you never know what's going on behind the scenes. There was plenty of times where I was on YouTube and broke, you know, because different circumstances, different things. And not because I just was a bad person and I didn't know how to save my money. You go through things as a human. You go through seasons in your life as a human being where sometimes your financials are great and sometimes they're not. Sometimes, you, you know, and it depends. Some people don't. Some people have an onward trajectory of uh, I did not have that. Had a job, you know, quit the job. Had to, you know what I mean? Like. So you have to determine what you're willing to to go through and sacrifice. I will say all my sacrifices were well worth it, but times were hard. Times were really, really hard. 
but I made the best of it. And I, I look back at my life besides the money part, my life was pretty dope. I loved San Antonio, loved it. Um, I didn't like my job and the circumstances, but I loved San Antonio. I loved when I, I enjoyed Austin very much. Um, and I was working two jobs when I lived in Austin, when I first moved to Austin, if y'all go back and look at those vlogs, when I left New York and moved to Austin, I was, I got an assistant manager job at rainbow and was working at Joe's crab shack as a waitress. I never talked about that stuff online. I just continued to make videos because I wanted to, I wanted to be a YouTuber. I wanted to get out there and I was doing, you know what? And I was on my way and I got caught up with a boy and he distracted me and I didn't. So sometimes God will show you that it's possible, but you can distract yourself or not stay on your path and, and get knocked off. Because I was, when I first moved to Austin, I was doing, my videos were doing really good and I was on that, but I feel like I got distracted and I didn't recover from that distraction. And then I worked at a news station. So I quit the, I quit the, quit the Joe's Crab Shack and the assistant manager job and worked at a news station, quit that job. <laughs> Never been fired, but I sure did quit a lot. So it's a lot of that still, a lot of those videos are still up, but I never talked about it. So that's why I'm telling y'all now, because people could look, you never know what people are going through. So go back and look at those videos and see how my life was and see if I even showed an inkling of really not having it. And I, and I didn't do things to make y'all feel like I had it. I never was that person. I never was like, oh, look what I bought. And I did No, your girl was just trying to do what she had to do. There was one time where I wanted to do a makeup review. I bought all the makeup and took it all back <laughs> because I was trying to make a YouTube video. I did do that. It was at Rihanna when Fenty first launched. Fenty first launched. Could not afford all that makeup. It was like $300 worth of makeup. Y'all, I took that. I went and I think I did mention that I took all that makeup back. Um, and it was cool, but it wasn't worth $300. Did the video and took all that makeup back straight to Sephora because I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford to keep it. I'll just say that. I could afford to, I bought it, but I couldn't afford to keep it. Um, I don't recommend that either. Stay in your lane. Um, Sarah says, I've been following since your budget videos. I love watching your growth. Thank you so much. Um, Marina says, I saw a red carnal and a blue jay for the first time yesterday. I found out it symbolizes abundance and loyalty. Yes, God will also, and I don't, I don't want to put this on God because this is not something that I've read in a, in Christian text, and a lot of Christians are anti these things. I'm not because I I just research. But yes, I believe that animals, even insects, are are uh, there. Look up. So anytime you're visited by like a certain thing, look up the the meaning behind it, like a bug or like stink bugs. There were a lot of stink bugs that were following me for like a week, and I was like, what is somebody trying to tell me? So what is something trying to tell me? And so I looked up um, the meaning of stink bugs and it was actually a really, really good sign. Like if you see Carnals used to come visit me at my window, at my window in my Atlanta apartment. So it's up to you if you believe in that stuff or not. But I do. And I did. And people stuff used to come visit me all the time. Bees. If you get bugged by bees a lot, acknowledge them and tell them, thank you. I see you. Butterflies. Look up the meaning. The colors matter. You know, um, bees used to bother me and I'd be like, why are y'all in my face? And as soon as I was like, okay, I acknowledge you. Thank you. They would leave me alone. 
it's so crazy. Like this, it's a whole world we really don't even know about, but I digress. KK says, so now I have to, I have chosen to move out of my house, my home state and a fresh start with my first apartment. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I don't know why I said thank you. I hear you, Brittany, but I did that when I was trying to save for a house and then the market crashed again. There's seasons for things, y'all. There are seasons for things. And if things don't align, let, let's just say, okay, so for circumstance sake, right? Um, I'll say two things. Prepare anyway. When I prepared, when I was preparing to buy a house, I was preparing before 2020. Didn't the market crash or something in 2020? I was still prepared to buy. And then luckily the housing thing came down and they were giving out, it was, it was COVID and they were giving out houses like hotcakes. Like my interest rate on my house is stupid low, like ridiculously low. It's all about timing. Now, say if you're preparing for something and things don't align, say if you're trying to get a car, you're trying to get a house and the, the circum life is going to happen to everybody. I'm not saying that when you follow your path and you follow your plan, that everything is hunky dory and it's just going to work out. If it doesn't work out, it just what it wasn't meant to be. If you've done everything on your side, if you've done everything in your power to line things up and it doesn't work out, it just means that God has something better for you later. So I'm sorry that you didn't get what you wanted, but that just means the house that you're truly meant to have is better and it's going to be a better circumstance. It just may not be the season for what you want. You don't get everything you want when you want it. You could want a relationship like fire coming out of your butt. That does not, and I don't know why I use that analogy, but that does not mean that it's going to be your season for a relationship. That certain things have to come to you. It's it's a two-way street between you and God, right? Everything you desire does not mean it's going to pop off like that. And I'm glad you asked this question. For those of you who have to go to work, I love you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. And I will see you on the 28th. I will not be recording for the, the remainder of the week and the rest of the week. Um, I explained it in the beginning of the video, in the beginning of the live stream. Um, but if you work your butt off, if you save, don't stop saving, don't stop working towards your goal. Okay. You had to get an apartment. Cool. That's just a delay. Don't look at, don't look at God's delays as a no. So what I think is going to happen for you, KK, if you continue to save your money, if you continue to make sure that your credit stays good, when that lease is up. You never know what's going to happen next year. When I started looking for my house, I didn't know COVID. I just said I wanted a house. That's it. I didn't know. I didn't know nothing about the market. I didn't know nothing about interest rates. I didn't know nothing about nothing. And then when it was time for me to close, it just so happened to be one of the best times in the world to buy a house. The same thing can happen for you. So don't think that just because it's a not right now. Maybe God was protecting you from getting a, a ridiculous interest rate because right now the interest rates are way higher than they were. My, my interest rate is in the twos, y'all. Right now they're like in the sixes, five, uh, sevens, eight. It's ridiculous. So maybe God is like, it ain't time for you to buy a house yet because something better for you later down the road. So just, just wait, just relax. Same with relationships. Maybe it ain't the time and the season for you to be in a relationship because maybe he's preparing your, your man too while he's preparing you. 
So you don't rush and just find like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to settle. Don't settle. When you're waiting, when you're planting, when you're, don't settle. Don't settle. Just be patient. It's okay. It, that does, it ain't, God didn't say it wouldn't come. It just ain't coming right now. Um, and I'm going backwards. So I'm going to go back down and read the rest of your, um, rest of your comments as well. Cooking with Ross says, I've even felt, hold on, let me go back to her first one. I definitely agree. For me, I felt the need to detox from social media until the first of the year. I removed Facebook, Instagram from my phone and really focused on my creativity of my YouTube channel. Even felt the need to take personal leave of absence from my job just for 30 days to focus on my mental health. Oh, I love that. Yes, cooking with raw. Absolutely. And sometimes that's necessary because I'm doing that for myself too. Uh, <laughs> Master said, really? Yes. She said, I thought everybody made money and you've been doing it for so long. Thank you for continuing to do your amazing YouTube. Yeah, thank you. No, I was, uh, y'all, when, okay, the most money I've made on YouTube I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all, just so y'all can see that it isn't. For me, it was never it was never a lot of money. I think the biggest check that I got from YouTube was like $1,300. And mind you, we get paid once a month. That ain't no, that wasn't, that wasn't covering no bills. It was probably paying a bill, but it never covered my rent. I never, I, but that's me. There's other girls who have, who that's what they live off of. So don't get discouraged by me. That's just me and my circumstances and maybe my strategy, maybe me, me not doing it and trendy and things. I just, but I've always been real with myself and I've always been honest with y'all. I never wanted to portray a life that I didn't have. I never wanted to, I just, I was always me. And when you're really authentic, you're not, sometimes that's not popular and that's fine. Cause I don't, I don't care. I like what I've, what I've grown and established, but then you have people like my friend Raven who was doing amazing on YouTube and making hella money, but that's her. So don't look at it like everybody's, no, that's not true. Now, are there people that are doing it? Absolutely. So don't let my story discourage you. If you really want to do YouTube and being like, well, I want to end up like Brittany, then, you know, but what I'm, I, I'm always honest and it's a little embarrassing to say, but I'm oh, whatever. I'm just going to be honest with you. Everybody just doesn't get checks like that. Everybody doesn't have a six figure life life off YouTube. Everything that I've I have is was not because of YouTube. I can say that 100%. I think the only thing that YouTube really helped me buy was like that bed in Austin that was like 400 bucks. It wasn't a whole lot. So your girl's always been a hustler. I ain't never been evicted. I ain't never been, uh, my car ain't never been repossessed. I just, I know how to, I don't know how to, I know how to go out there and get it and make it happen. If I got to have two jobs, one job, if I got a waitress, if I got whatever I got to do, your girl knows how to hustle and knows how to make it happen for herself. I've always been independent. Um, so it's just, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to work two jobs and do YouTube? When I lived in Austin, I had two jobs in doing YouTube. Heck, I got two jobs now. I do that for though, for the income. Cause I don't have to, but I do. Cause I, I like, I like my shmoney. Um, and I say two jobs, one is a contract. So they hired my company and then I work for somebody else. So it's up to you what kind of life you want. And I don't have no kids and I have so much time. So why not get some more money? Uh, Brittany says the Austin videos were 
is where I started watching you. Oh, thank you. Yes, even ladybugs have meaning. Who determines the meaning? I have no clue, Sydney. Don't give me the lion. I don't know. I Google. So if you guys see something and you Google it, look at where it comes from. I don't know. I just know when I, I'll type in cardinal, a bird, spiritual meaning. I'll say B, spiritual meaning or whatever. And I Google it and whatever comes up. I believe. <laughs> that might be ignorant. I don't know. I I've never dug deep into, into who determines it. I don't know. Um, I love your daily motivations. They help me so much. Oh, thank you, Bree. I appreciate that. Uh, she Amber says, I am an upcoming YouTuber and I can tell you not everybody gets paid. You, you do it for the, do it for the free for a while. But if you know that you love it, it won't really bother you that much because it's fun. That's true. When I first started YouTube and I really wasn't making money in New York from it at all. Like I'll tell y'all this, I do get paid consistently from YouTube. It's just not a whole lot. It just keeps my business running. Um, it keeps my website, my, my podcast streaming service. This streaming service costs like 50 bucks a month. Like it keeps my business running, the money I get from YouTube. It keeps the business going. Um, so I do, I've been paid consistently for the past, I don't know how many years, a lot of years. I will tell you, yeah, I will say since New York, I've gotten a check from YouTube every month for years. So yes, it does pay. Does it pay the bills for me? No. For others though, yes, there are Jayla. Some of my friends, it does, but some of my friends, it does not. So you just have to, what you're, it's all about strategy. It's all about consistency. Um, my strategy right now is not to make money. My strategy is to help people because I make money other ways. If I was, to, if I was strategic about making money from morning motivation, it'd be very, it'd be a very different show. And I just didn't feel like that's what I was supposed to do. So I didn't, but you could. So don't let me discourage you. I'm just, I just like to be a hundred percent and transparent with y'all so that you guys don't think that I'm painting a picture. I don't want y'all to think it's one way and it's not. Uh, Marina says there are reasons why things may happen without our control. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sydney says, yes, faith and preparation is everything. Absolutely. Um, Bree says, how do you stay focused on God when you live in an area like Atlanta where I feel like it's easy to get distracted? <laughs> um, I feel like one, it's my maturity level. I'm 34. I, I lived in a time where social media wasn't a thing. So I don't compare myself so much to other people and what other people are doing. Cause I really don't care. I'm in a stage in my life where I know what's real and I know what's fake. I've been in the YouTube and social media space for so long, like eight to 10 years that I, I can tell when people are real and pe when people are faking the funk. So I don't really get caught up in comparison. Um, another thing is I've already went through the stages of life where I was partying and, and drinking and, you know, doing the other stuff and, you know, fornicate. I've already done that phase in my life. And I'm just being hundred percent honest. I'm, I'm 34. Like I said, I put away my, the things that I used to do, but when I was in my twenties, I know my value and my self-worth a lot more too. So when you, when you learn what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate, a lot of foolishness gets cut off. All of my friends are older, like they're homeowners, married business owners, they work. So there's not a whole lot of foolishness to get into. 
my circle is productive. Your friends do matter. Birds of a feather flock together. So if you have hood rat, if you're doing, if you got hood rat friends, then you're probably going to be around hood rat stuff. And ain't no way if you got hood rat friends, that's between you and God. Um, none of my friends are like, I don't have, they do ratchet things. I ain't going to lie to you. My friends, some of my friends do some ratchet stuff, but they're not ratchet human beings. They're not ratchet people. They're God-fearing women. Uh, they're good women. They work. They all have jobs. I, my circle isn't, I, and I'm not shady at all. I don't have, none of my friends are bottle girls. None of my friends are strippers. None of my friends. And if they did, I wouldn't judge, but I'd be like, girl, we don't, we don't got to do that. None of my friends have only fans. None of my friends. So my, my circle is pretty solid. They're, they're like-minded, even though they're not all in church like I am. They all at least know who God is. They have good morals, good values, good standards for themselves. So the worst case scenario I'd probably be in is me getting too drunk at a house party, to be honest, and because of my life. So for me, Atlanta is not a distraction because you get distracted by what you allow to distract you. Does that make sense? Like, I don't care about going out to no club. I don't care about a section. I don't care. I've been there. It's just like, I've been there, done that. Uh, does that make sense? And I'm not trying to be like, I'm better. I'm not better than anybody. I've just done it. <laughs> I've just already done those things. And when you've done it, it's just like, who cares? I don't know. Does that make sense, Bree? I'm I'm sorry. I hope that didn't come off like arrogant. That's not where I was trying to come with that. But I just feel like once you've done it and you know that there's no fruit on that in that tree, like once you've experienced life, like I feel like it's important even for Christians to experience life. And again, I'm not telling you what to do. So don't be some happen to you. Don't go up to God and be like, Brittany said no. But I think that it's important to you to have some experiences in your life. So you know, like, okay, been there, done that. Mm, it's okay. Like, it's not, I'm not missing on, on anything. I feel like when people deprive themselves and they don't experience life, then they have like this resentment. Like I've never got to do, I've done it. I mean, I ain't been, you know, I ain't, I'm learning about stuff and folks that they done did way crazier freaking people got some interesting lives. So I'm not saying I done done it all. I have not done it all, but I've lived. Does that make sense? I've lived. I lived. Um, yes, y'all have the rest. Have a blessed week. For those of you who have to go, I'm going to stay on this. Finish reading comments. KK says, thank you. I needed to hear that. No problem. Um, delay is not denied. Absolutely. Just because God doesn't, you're not blessed with it in a season doesn't mean it's not coming. It's just not yet. Sometimes people give up because they think God said, no, um, if God wanted me to have a house, I'd have a house. No, he ain't say that. He just was probably protecting you from getting a house that you would have probably paid too much for. Because if you get a house right now or a couple months ago, you've overpaid. So he don't want you overpaying for something that ain't worth it. Chamber says, I'll definitely use my YouTube money for my business that's starting next year once I get paid. And manifesting getting paid soon. It's coming, girl. Just keep working at it. It took me, it took me two, three years to get paid from YouTube. And then after that, I've gotten consistent money every month, but it ain't. Y'all, I don't even I, I may spend that money a little Amazon personally, but it really don't. It's not. I'm grateful. I'm grateful and I, pr I pray to get more, but it ain't like, and it wasn't life-changing for me. I'll say that. 
Vesper says, yes, butterflies, feathers, certain birds, I believe, have spiritual meanings, just like angel numbers. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kendra says, I'm late this morning. Girl, you late. You got to go back and watch it. Do you still have your book club? I've never had a book club, actually. I thought about it, but I don't I don't read enough to have a book club, unfortunately. It's just me knowing myself. I used to give books out and I plan to give books out in the future. Um, I just don't. I don't read consistently enough to have a book club. I read like this is how I read y'all. I'll pick up the Bible. I'll read a little bit. I'll pick up a book. I'll read a little bit. I'll pick up this. I'll read a little bit. I don't purpose driven life. Reading it with y'all was the only reason why I read that thing. And I skipped a couple chapters in the middle. <laughs> so I, I, it's very hard for me to read a book straight through, especially if it's not a novel. And even novels kind of move too slow for me. I like self-help. I like to get the meat, go to the chapter that I want to read. I read the meat out of it. And then I close the book. I don't read consistently. Like chapter one, chapter two, a purpose-driven life. And the only reason why I think I read a purpose-driven life the way we did is because the chapters were so short. It was like, five, 10 minutes, you got some meat and potatoes and then you put it down and it was made for daily, like a daily practice. Um, Bree says, yes, it definitely makes sense. I only asked because I'm considering moving there myself and was wondering how you stay grounded. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And also I go to church too. Like your, your circle is determined by who you allow in your life. So if you want to hang out with the ratchets, the ratchets are out there. If you want to hang out with the good God-fearing women, the God, good God-fearing women are out there too. And sometimes they a little bit mixture of both. You could be ratchet and God-fearing, like, <laughs> but it's really you determine who's in your life. You determine your friends. Your friends determine your outcome because birds of a feather flock together. You are the equivalent to who's around you. So if your if your friends ain't ish then don't be the sixth one that ain't ish, right? If your friends is trifling, don't be the sixth person that's trifling. I'm, I have high standards for my friends. Not to say that they have to be perfect, not to say that they have to do what I do. Everybody does. Some of my friends don't believe in God the way I believe in God. That doesn't make them bad people. It just, we just don't agree and that's okay. You know what I mean? I don't go around judging people. I don't go around judging my friends. They're my friends because they're good human beings. They're loyal, they're respectful, they, they ad, inspire me. When they buy houses, I celebrate. When they get married, I celebrate. Do you understand? Like, like I surround myself with like-minded people, people who I could talk about investing in stocks and family and growth and development and trips and things like, like mentalities. And we don't agree at all on the same things. There are so many conversations and debates we didn't had where we had to agree to disagree. I know. I hear you, baby. Zara's like, come on, mommy. You should have went when I told you to go. He was up there trying to bark at the dog. Um, but no, I love my friends to death. But your your friends determine your your lifestyle. Everyone has a safe uh, a safe break from morning motivation. Let's speak to each other during the week and maybe get together in a group chat, a morning motivation group chat on Facebook still up. Yes, it is. It's still up. Y'all can go to the morning motivation Facebook page and communicate with each other. It's definitely still up. What are your other channels on YouTube? I don't have any other channels. This is the only one. Um, Bree says, I lost both my parents between 2019 and 2021. I'm so sorry. My family has no support. My family was no support at all. And I kept asking God for strength and st to stand alone 
and be strong. And he gave it to me. Prayer and faith is real. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm happy that you you stood on God and leaned on God. And you'll and it'll it'll get you'll get stronger for sure. But I'm I'm so sorry for your loss. Brandy says, Yes, I'm the same. I'm working on reading more. <laughs> audiobooks are way better for me, Vesser says. I got y'all, I got audiobooks in Audible that I paid for and ain't listened to them. Cause I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm in the car. Um, Ross says, I I read books all the time, starting my book club back up. And well, when you start your book club, girl, put it in the chat. So the people that love the book clubs can sign up for the book club. I thought about it. I've debated about it, y'all. I just got to be real with myself. Y'all would never. That's why I paused the Patreon. Until I got some value for y'all, I can't do that. Um, Elle says, sometimes I see red carnals and oh, when I miss my dad. On the anniversary of the, his death, there were three in my yard. Yep. Yep. I believe in that. Uh, Vester says, I'm getting older and these eyes are starting to burn after a while. <laughs> I get sleepy. <laughs> uh, she Amber says, yes, Brie London, prayers for your family can work wonders. And yep, find your circle before you move, uh, before you move, pray for them to show up, show the right people come to you. And then too, when you move, do activities that you enjoy. Like if you like skating, go skating. If you like painting, go painting. If you like going to the park, go into the park. Because doing activities that you enjoy, like festivals and things, you'll start meeting people that are like-minded because they're doing the same thing. Like if you like going to nice restaurants, go to nice restaurants. And um, you'll start meeting people. I, at least I do. I say I read, but I only listen to audiobooks. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm wrapping it up, y'all, real soon. So if you got a comment, got a question, y'all put it down because I'm about to I'm about to go. True, uh, truly, Sherry says you mentioned other channels. I am new, and I would like to check out the other. No, I don't have any other channels. If I do share videos, I share them on my community page. So on my YouTube channel, go to my community page, and I'll share videos that I like uh, on there for you guys that I'm listening to that I'll share. But for me. There's morning motivation. Go to my videos and just scroll. I've been on YouTube for eight years. So there's so many videos of my life, vlogs, moving. When I lived in Austin, when I lived in New York, when I lived in San Antonio, like all of those videos are there. Y'all can see my the apartments that I had. Y'all can see, you know, some of the stuff that was going on in my life. I was always private with my struggles. So I never talked about that. You won't really catch me crying too much on YouTube. Um, or talking about my issues, but you'll get to see like where my life was if you go back and watch some of those vlogs. That's what I was saying. No problem, of course. I got to be real. You got to be, if you're not honest and, and, and comfortable with yourself, who will be? You know what I mean? Gabby Sade says, good morning, y'all. I know I've been a stranger, but life happens. Moved from Jackson, Mississippi to Olive Branch and I've got a new job in Memphis. I'm going, I'm mostly here trying to find my way. Oh, well, we're actually really over. We go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. I will not, I'm going, I'm taking a break because I have church stuff, volunteer work, stuff like that. So I will be back, you guys, um, November 28th. I'm taking next week off Thanksgiving. You guys have a safe and loving Thanksgiving. Um, sorry, y'all. Oh, my, so many people are coming on y'all. We normally do not stay on this long. We normally from eight to 9am. You guys can go back and watch. We do morning motivation. We talk about God and, and, and a whole bunch of, you know, motivation and things like that. I share my story. 
Um, but I, I love to have you guys here. I love to have you guys back. We are going to be live again on November 28th. Y'all, I'm tired. Sorry, I gotta go. I love y'all so much. I gotta go. But yes, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy um, your guys' Thanksgiving. I will not be going live at all next week or for the rest of this week. I know I'm coming, baby. Zara's like, come on, mommy jeets. I know. Say hi, y'all. Say hi. Say hi, Wito. Say hi, Wito. But you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, when is your birthday? You have such beautiful energy. Thank you. I am a Virgo and my birthday is August 24th. <laughs> I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you. Yes, uh, there is a virtual portion of the conference tomorrow. Tomorrow morning starts the virtual portion and then the rest of it will be in person Friday and Saturday. And I'm going to be one of the moderators. So I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed rest of your week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I will see you guys on November 28th. In the meantime, make sure you guys are reading your Bible. Make sure you're in church. Make sure you guys are praying. Make sure you guys are executing and starting your plans uh, for 2023. Oh, Percy, you super late. It's 930. You already know the deal. Eight to nine. Eight to nine. <laughs> I love you guys. Go back and watch um, and watch the live from the beginning. I love y'all. You have a beautiful blessed day. I'm tired. I got to go. I got to go to work. See y'all on the 28th. November 28th, I will be back, y'all. November 28th, I love y'all. Have a beautiful, blessed Thanksgiving. And I will see y'all. Let me take this off the screen. I will see y'all.